Shalom It's Thursday night, and uh, we lit the first lichter there. It's oil lechav hay kislev, and we already lit the first candle, the first of eight days of Yom Tov of Chanukah, Chag Chanukah, and of course we all know that the first day's candle is a little different than the other seven. That there's a whole question about why it's a nest, and there are many answers, including the nest. Of finding the shaman, the nest of winning the war, and all kinds of other explanations. Be that as it may, Hanukkah is about pursuing Nisa, publicizing the miracle. And of course, there's two parts to the miracle of Hanukkah, and I guess I should mention this. I remember once I was at Achsidish of Abreng, with Rabbi Mendel Futafas, and Rabbi El Khan, all of us. And Rabbi El asked Mendel, so the tale on the Maisif and Pan Bemachshav. It was a story that Chassidim knew. Of course, Reb Mendel had told it before. And Reb Yael asked Reb Mendel to tell the story again. And Reb Mendel did. It was like Baimertzeit. And he was uh, being held in a place. In his words, They took you out to be shot. And um, his family had left the country. had no idea where they were. If I'm not mistaken, he said about himself, he wasn't thinking, but he was thinking about his wife and children. And he was thinking he has to write a letter to the Rebbe, to the Fiyarik, but of course he was in no position to do so. So he remembered the idea of uh, writing a letter by Machshava. I forgot what his precedent was, but he remembered that there's an idea of writing a letter to the Rebbe by Machshava. So in his own imaginings, he, he wrote to Fiyarik Rebbe a letter. And the way I understood it was, he says, I was, uh, me, forget about, I'm good. I was my divide in the kinder. This was the story. This was probably Tafshin Vov, 1946. Maybe Tafshin Zion. He came from Russia in Tafshin Chavdalet in 1964. And when he came, his family was living in England. And um, his wife had extensive correspondence with the Fidik Rebbe and the Rebbe from the time she had left Russia. And he looked through the correspondence and there was a letter addressed to him, not to her, but to him. And it was dated a few days after he had done this exercise of writing a Pidin Nevek And the Rebbe writes to him, the Philip that received your pan, and he gave instructions to him to tell his wife to do whatever it was. So the Mendel told the story, and Abiel got very excited, Abiel Khan. And Abiel fabrenged about it, and he said, this is a chassid's moifus, this is a miracle of a chassid. It's not a rebbe's moifus, it's not a miracle of a rebbe, it's a miracle of a chassid. That the rebbe's do miracles is obvious, that's their place, that's their domain, that's their world. But you have to be mispal, even when the rebbe does a moifus, you have to be mispal. Chachafilu, even though for a rebbe it's, quote, not a big deal, you have to be mispoilus. Because otherwise you forget about the Eimshter. So even though for the Rebbe it's not a difficult thing, nevertheless, a Yid has to say, Baruch Hashem for the Eisus of Mefzim. But here this is a Master of Mefzim of Chosset, that he was in a, a state of mind that he was able to send a message to the Fidik Rebbe B'Machshava, and the Fidik Rebbe responded, B'Ksav, that he received it. So Chanukah is a Chosset Mefzim, that's really the truth. 
the Yom Tov of Hanukkah celebrates the winning the war with the Koychas of the Eibishter, Rab Miyad Miyatim, Tmei Biatoheidim, Rishonim Biatzadikim, Vezeidim, Vezeid Kisera Sechel. But in addition, there is the Moifis of the Yiddish determination. The Moifis which comes even before. The Moifis of winning the war was the decision by the Hashem to go on Mesiris Nefesh al Kiddush Hashem. As the Rebbe explains in his Maimonim and Nesiris, that the Rambam writes in Yer Sashmad and also in his Yisaid Yatera, Perigvov, that there's five Madregis of Mesiris Nefesh, including Madregis of Mesiris Nefesh al Kiddush Hashem. But there is no such madrega for a person to go on a suicide mission where you can hide and protect yourself. And you come out of that hiding place to fight a war that you're certainly going to lose, certainly going to lose, just to make a statement of Kiddush Hashem, to show the Seine Yisrael and the Seine Hashem that someone is standing up to them. There's no such madrega which means if the Chachminoim had gone and asked that of, whether they should stay in the hills of Median or come down into the valley and take on the Syrian Greeks and the Muhammad, the Badera Chatevud was no, they could win, the Rabbanim would say, not allowed to do it. And the Hashemarim didn't ask. And they went ahead and they did it. And then the Abish made this unbelievable mess that not only did they survive, but they didn't won the war. They pushed the Yavonim out of the Beis Hamikdash, they pushed the Yavonim out of Yerushalayim, and ultimately they pushed the Yavonim out of Eretz Yisrael altogether. And it became the Yantav of Hanukkah. And as the Gemara says, Lashana Acheres Kovim, it took him a whole year to decide that it's a Yamtiv. And one of the explanations for why it took them a whole year was because there was a Shaila, how can he make a Yamtiv at an act of suicide? And of course, the answer is Debishta made a nest out of an act of suicide, which is the Raya that Debishta accepted it as a correct act. And it adds a new dimension of Asinus Nefesh, a new dimension of Kiddush Hashem. To the to, to Torah, which comes not from the Abish's Torah that Hashem gave us at Har Sinai, but from the Yidden's Torah, which the Yidden add to the Torah, which is the idea that Machshavtam Sheyisrael Kodma Lachol Davar Afilu Machshavus at Torah and Davar Doi Makash at Torah Shal Mai Lima Kadosh Baruch Hu. That Yidden adds the Torah dimension of Yisrael the Malkul Bechidoi, which justifies such a Madrega Mitzvah Nevesh Akidish Hashem, which has no basis even in Torah. And this is the Yom Tov of Chanukah. It's a Chasis Yom Tov. And like it says in the Maimodim, that's why the Abish made the nest of the Shemin, which is arguably a nest of Machne. There's no need for that nest because you could bring the Shemin Betoma and the rest. And the only reason the Abish made the nest, to show his love for the Jewish people because of the Messias Nevesh that they had. So tonight is the first night of Hanukkah. In other words, according to the Shitta Samidi, the war was won today. Although, according to the Rambam, the war was won tomorrow. But the Yom Tov begins tonight and tomorrow because we're celebrating the Chibos and Shal Yisrael for the Nesah Shemin, which was a, not a necessary miracle other than to show how much Abish did endorsed and supported and acknowledged and recognized and uh, gave credibility to the act of Mesiris Nefesh which the Chashmenoim undertook without consulting with any person. So good Yom Tov, good Chanukah. And of course, the, the, therefore, the Chanukah Lechter on Pesach Beis Mibachutz and by night and on the left side, because since the Hanukkah Licht come from such a place of Mesilas Nefesh, they have the ability to be invited the street and the night on the left side, Vacholi Vacholi, Ad the Chalya Riga, the Tarmadoy, let's explain in all the Maimorim. So here we are learning Hasidus. This is what we do. We're Mephitz Mayanas Chutzah with Hashem's help. And we're getting ready for Yitzvat. We're getting Yitzvat. So I gave a class, I guess it was two days ago, two days ago and yesterday, on the Maimir.
Sidkas Bezeni Yisrael, Pir Zayne Yisrael, I gave that class in a hotel in California at my brother's wedding. Now I'm back in New York, and I'm afraid the next class I'm going to give someplace else again. But the Revaila were here. And we're going to be starting the Maimir Bosi Lagan Tav Shin Chavdal. It's a little bit early. In other words, Yutchvat is 45 days away. But the, the people who are going to need the Maimodim from Yutchvat right after Hanukkah, and get ready pressure. Where's the Maimodim? Where's the Maimodim? Where's the Maimodim? So here's the Maimodim, here's the Maimodim, here's the Maimodim. So we did the Maimodim, the Sitkes Perzen, and now we're going to do the Bosi Lagan. Then I'll say the last class that we did, the Sitkes Perzen, is the Maimodim before Bosi Lagan. But in that year was actually the prefix to the way that Rebbe said the Basilagani and Shabbos Kodesh, Pachas B'Shalach in the year Tavshin Chodalu, which is this year, sixty years ago. And we learned it, and when we learned it, I gave a long introduction where I not only set up the Maimet Sitzes Brzeni Yisrael, but I also set up the Maimet Basilagani. So I'm going to reset the stage again. I'm going to introduce this Maimet. But I'm going to be a little bit more brief or concise than I would normally be because I'm going to go with the presumption that anybody who's listening to this class also listen to the Tzitkas Pirzene, which is the Hagdobah to the Basil Lagani, as the Rebbe said at Shabbos Kedish Pasha B'Shalach Tovshin Chavdalet. Basil Lagani is the Friedrich Rebbe's Tzavoha, as the Rebbe explained it. The Rebbe was by the Friedrich Rebbe in Tafresh Pegimo for the second time. When the Friedrich Rebbe said this very Maimir, in two Shabbos, Pashas Boy said ten Prakim, Pashas Bashalach is in ten Prakim more. But then the Maimed didn't start Basil Lagan, the Maimed started Hibi Etzma Yemazeh, Tzivis Hashem. In Tafshin, Hey, the Fidik Rebbe had a stroke. And after that, the Fidik Rebbe stopped saying and writing Chesidas. And they used to do old Maimodim that were being reissued. It's hard to know how much of it the Fidik Rebbe did, how much of it the Rebbe did, but between the two Rebbes, the Maimodim came out. And the way the Maimodim were reissued was as if they were new Maimodim. In other words, the Maimodim of Basilegani Tavshin Yud was not issued as the reprinting or redistribution of the Maimodim, which I said 27 years earlier, when the, Friedrich, when the Rebbe Zogazunz and our Rebbe visited the Friedrich Rebbe in the year Tafresh Pegimel, but rather as if it was a new Maimodim. And then when the Friedrich Rebbe passed away, the Rebbe said in Haint, this is the Savah of the Rebbe the Shved, the Friedrich Rebbe's will. And uh, every year Yutchvat, the Rebbe would say to my Basilagani, he did this for, for 38 years until Tovshin Memches. Then the Rebbe and Chayim Mushka passed away, and in Memtes there was no Maimir. I remember how they asked the Rebbe to say a Maimir. Rabbi Yisif Nimoitin went over to the Rebbe, and he said, Young Elaita, make a freckle, but the Rebbe said, A Maimir. And the Rebbe turned ashen white. He didn't want him to ask. And, but he didn't see the Rebbe, he was looking around. So he says, the Rebbe said to the Rebbe, I told him the Rebbe knows himself what he needs to do, and the Rebbe immediately relaxed. You could watch the Rebbe's face. I was standing opposite the Rebbe, he was looking around. He said, for a piece of cake. This was his way of asking. You know, the Biel asked him to ask the Rebbe. He didn't feel comfortable asking the Rebbe, but he did feel to make believe he's not asking by saying what he was told to ask and then telling the Rebbe he's not asking. But I remember the Rebbe's reaction. When he said, uh, when he said, the Yunglaitab make a bet, nechzo bet ma mreb nazog nechzir, the Rebbe turned literally ash and white. And he said, of habachzegizok, that the Rebbe said, the Rebbe said, the Rebbe said, yeah, the Rebbe said verbally, yeah, yeah, I do, I don't need help. So first, the Rebbe gave him one piece. Then he pushed a handful of, then he two, he walked away from the Rebbe like this here. Then the Rebbe took his tray and he flung it across the table and the cake went 
15-20 feet with a, a gilei this was before Yudshvat Toshim Memtes I think it was Shabbos Mavarach and that was it there's no more member Yudshvat Vaselagani but for 38 years from Yud Aleph to Memchas Vaselagani and more than one year more than two years there was two memorim so this was three memorim so if you say the Rebbe said 50 Vaselaganis I don't think there's a question that he did close to 50 for sure and the Rebbe was so into Vaselagani because the Rebbe saw the Basilagani of the Fiediki Rebbe as the Herods of our generation. And uh, the Rebbe didn't just say Basilagani and teach Basilagani, he lived Basilagani. He lived as Kafiyavis Hapcha. He lived Adam Kiyakif Mikem Karbun Lavaye. He lived to be Mahapach Shtuzilumat and the Shtuzilkidusha. He lived to be Mahapach, the Sheker of Elam to the Keresh and Kesha for the Beis Amikdash. He lived in the Madreg of Mesiris Nefesh of Tzivis Hashem. He lived with the idea. Of Machnas Asma with Chsisei Melchama and Mevazbe, it's called the Eitzes Sheotra Avesav Avesav Avesav, and so on and so forth. The idea that Bosi Lagani were front and center of the Rebbe's Pasha Terech and Avoida, as the Nasi of our generation. So this Maim Bosi Lagani is a foundational Maim of, of, of the Rebbe of Anasi of the Rebbe's Nasi of our generation. And the Basil Laganis, every year he said one Pedic. He taught one Pedic. In Tafshin Yilav, he taught the first Pedic. In Tafshin Yilbeis, he taught the second Pedic. In Tafshin Yilav, he taught the third Pedic, and so on. And what would happen is, in the later years, he would always summarize from the beginning very quickly and quickly get to the Pedic where he was holding, and then he would the Yvaidech in that Pedic. So let's say last year we learned Tafshin Chav Gimel, so they would quickly summarize the first 12 Prakam, then that's the Tafshin Chav Gimel, the My Pedic Yud Gimel. So this year he's going to do the same thing, that he's going to quickly summarize. The first 13 parakim of the Basi Lagani, when he gets the Pedic Yudalid, which is the Pedic for this year, he's going to explain it by Riches, thoroughly, one detail at a time, one piece at a time. And then, of course, 20 years on, in Tafshin Dalad Mem, the Rebbe did it again, but in a little bit of a different oifen. That moment I recorded years ago, it's up online. I didn't look to see what I did, but I, if I'm not mistaken, it's two classes. I don't know how comprehensive it is, but we learned that Maimon already, so this year we're going to focus on the Maimon from 1964, Tav So the Maimon is long, yeah. How many pages is it? I guess it's 18 pages. It's a long Maimon. 18 pages is a long Maimon. 18 pages. From Tzadik Vov until Kuf Yud Gimel. 18 pages. And um, we're probably going to do it in four classes, possibly five. But the first class is going to be that typical reintroduction where the Rebbe goes through the Basilagani until Pedigid Dalit. And the next class is Lashon Rabim, which is going to begin on page Kuf Aleph, Sif Beis. We're going to be learning the analysis of the new Pedig, or Pedigid Dalit of the Basilagani. So, very quickly, how does the Basilagani go? Basilagani has two parts a job and the person who does the job, the entities who do the job. The job is to make this world into a base of mikdash, the eskafia of eshabcha. This is explained using three examples. One example is sacrificing an animal. Adam kiyakiv mekem. You sacrifice the animal, and when the person emerges after the animal has been sacrificed, you bring him close. Carbon lashon hakrava, carbon lashon kiruv. And then, of course, the idea of b'mahapach shtuz de liyuma zeh making from shtuz de kedusha, and then b'mahapach sheker of elam making to a keresh and a kesher for the eibush. That's the first half of the basi legani. What the job is. The second of Basilagani is whose job is it? Who got, needs to do it? And the answer, of course, is Tzivas Hashem. Now that's explained that Tzivas Hashem army soldiers are different than Evid, even though Evid is the infant Kabbalah Salem Bittel, 
because an Evid has Kabbalah Salem Bittel and a soldier has the Yina Mesiris Nefesh. Self-sacrifice. And the Rebbe is explaining the idea that Tzivis Hashem, the soldiers of Hashem, the army of Hashem, they're fighting the war of Mashiach Tzitkein, they bring the Gula Amitiz Vashleim. And he discusses it by explaining that there are different kinds of wars. There's a kind of war which is called Lishlal Shalav Lovaz Vais, to just for, for profit, where the king sends other people to represent him to fight that war, and that kind of war is calculated, it's tabulated, it's it's measured because its return, its victory is also measurable. But then there's a Muhammad Nitzach. A war that you must win. Mechamu means the kind of war that you cannot lose because if you lose, you disappear. Or as the Rebbe explained it last year or two years ago, Mechamu means it has to be exactly as the king wants, precisely as the king wants. It can't be off by an iota. By an iota. Maybe it was pay aleph. And Mechamu has different rules because since the king cannot lose, there's no cheshboinus. And he mentions three points. The first point he mentions is the king personally involves himself in the war, doesn't trust his subjects, his generals. The second point is, he dispenses of the treasure that his ancestors left. And the third and the most painful is, if need be, the king throws away his own life, so long as the war could be won. And of these three points, the three Rikarebbe analyzes at length the dispensation of treasure. And he says, That's how Pedicid Beis begins. We have to understand what supernal treasure means. And what does it mean? So he begins by quoting the Tikkun Isaiah. So in Pedicid Beis, he explains what ain't safe means. In Pedicid Gimel and Yedalad, which includes the Pedic of this year, explains what it means. Ain't safe Lamata Adin Tachlis. In Perek Tazvav, which will be read in Mitzvah Hashem next year, or Be'ezer Hashem Yisbarach V'Yisala, he explains in Sefer L'mayla Adin Gates. And in Tazayin, he ties the two ideas together and he gives you a picture of what ain't safe means. That Eid ain't safe, godliness, which is one truth, has two in Yonim, that did as L'mata Adin Tachlis, and did as L'mayla Adin Gates. So, we're holding in the second Perek that's studying the idea of Eid ain't safe, L'mata Adin Tachlis. Last year, the Rebbe described what Lamata Adein Tachlis means. It is higher than Atzilus, there's Atzilus, there's Bia, in Bia there's Nishomes, in Bia there's Elames, then there's Elam Haze, and then there's Klipa. And there's different kinds of Klipa. There's a Klipa of Pare, how it plays out in a Benteira, how it plays out in a Balasik. This was last year's Pedic, explaining, so to speak, how bad it could get, how low Klipa could exist. In this Maimed, the Rebbe is going to say several times that the worst Klipa is when a person uses the teda to be megala ponim b'teda shaleik which is not only lower than klipa, as he's going to explain, but in being lower than klipa, it's using kedusha itself for the sake of klipa. And this year's pedik is going to say ain't safe lamata tachlis. Even there, not just in klipa, but in a klipa that uses kedusha for the sake of klipa, ain't uh, safe is present. That's how this mime is going to go. So last year described how low low could be. And this year is going to add how in this lowliest of places the ain't safe is present. But in this class we're learning from page Tzadik Vav, we're learning the Hasdak Doma to the Maimed, the Psicha to the Maimed, which is a summary of the first uh, 13 Prakha. Now as I mentioned to you, and I'm telling it to you again, the Rebbe said this Maimed three times, but we only have a Hanukh of one of them. 
But Rabbi Yael had notes where he kept the Shinuyim that the Rebbe added from one Maimah to the other two, and Lahak published them along with the Maimah, and they printed it. And in this shtikel, there's got some pretty long notes. There's a total of eight notes. So we're hoping at least some of the notes will read into the text as we go, but let's get down to business. Let's start learning. And this is all new. It's all familiar. This is the classic Basil Lagani and Yonim, which is being repeated again every single year. The Rebbe begins, Basil Lagani the Ebesha says, I returned to my garden, my sister, my bride. And Lagani doesn't mean a garden, but my garden, my place, which I've been here before. And the series of my mother gave out in what would turn out to be his yotzeit. What is the meaning of my garden? Not a garden, but the garden that's already mine, the to my place of shelter. Meaning, a place where he already was, and he's, quote, simply returning to that place, to a place where he was originally. Because the world, was already here. And Basil Lagani means he's coming back, not coming, but coming back. The Bachil, okay, the Machel origin for the original sin, which was down here in this world. But this world was a paradise. This world was perfect. This world was Acharabirur. It was crisp, it was clear, it was precise, it was exact. And the Evagdushes could be here. And then, and first, and then later, departed from this world. Adler Kiya Shvitl, the seventh heaven. Of course, you want to add not just the Shvitl depart, but the Gan Eden depart. Because this world went from being a world which was Mavurah, a Lombardah, to being a world which is Mavurah, Taruvis. So the Klippa, which until the Chetashadas existed, Betachet Hasia, as the expression is, the sewers backed up, and Elam Hazir, which until then was Yitzira, became Asiya, and Asiya Gashmi is the place of Taruvis Tevara. So Ebishter was pushed out, so to speak. Then Tadikim came. They drew down and lowered the Shechina, Mumayla, from heaven to earth. Each one hears Avoid the beginning with Avraham Avinu, Achabo, Meisharabin, the last of the seven was Meisharabin. Shahu, Ashvid, he's the seventh, and the Rebbe says here without a Segraim. The Fiedrich Rebbe has it in Segraim, and of course the Rebbe makes the Segraim into the whole Maimon. Chol, Ashvin, Chvivin, all sevens are beloved. And he brings it down from the lowest of the heavens to this world. That's the most important avoid. Look, it says in the first mime from Yeralev that the Kadev, Kadev Lodu was the Ikid. The Ikid is the one who brings down until the Mazi. And the Shina came back at Harsina. Now you can right away ask a question, so Ebazeh, who cares? The Ebishtu was here, and he went away, and he came back. It's all good. And of course, the answer is the Ebishtu's return is only a beginning. Only a beginning. Because for whatever reason and for whatever explanation, the return of the Shekhinah was not the same as it was before. When he was here originally, the Ebish was in the whole world. When he came back, it was only in the base of Mikdash. And it's left to us to expand the whole world, to, to expand the base of Mikdash to encompass the whole world. So Basil Lagani is Taka's story. I was here and I left and I returned. But his return is a beginning which is going to be completed to our avoid over the course of history of the world. Without much cause of this, the Pshat and the Pasek, Tadikim, Yeshu Aret, Tadikim inherit the earth, which is going to be explained to be Ganeidin, Vishkun, Adaleha, because they bring Alukus into this world. Hanesha Tadikim, the Tadikim, Mamshikim, they bring down Bechin, the Sheikh and Admar of Akadish. That's the meaning of the word Vishkun, Adaleha. They bring down Ad. Ad is one of the many allusions to Akadish Baruch into this world. 
it should be revealed in this world, and through this that's the pshat tzadikim yishu aret tzadikim b'dechat av ganeden ayadeshem mashkinim haynem amshichim that the shchinus binim shach lamata baaretz. Now, if I remember, and I wrote it on the margin, there is one of the basidaganis, which is if you look up the medrash, you'll see that the, he, he's analyzing the original form of the medrash. That these two psukim, there's the pasuk v'osil imikdash v'shachanti b'seichol. And this tabot posit tzadikim yishu aretz v'yishkinu la'ad aleha. And if I remember correctly, also the mikdash v'shachanti b'seichem is being told to every Jew, and tzadikim yishu aretz v'yishkinu not legos takan tzadikim bepashtas. And accordingly, if I'm not mistaken, the tzadikim build the beis hamikdash, and you didn't do the avoid in the beis hamikdash once it's built. But here in the footnote, he says that tzadikim means number one tzadikim shabedetis, number two tzadikim shabecholdet, and the nach v'amekom tzadikim. So in this Maimir, Tzadikim Mamshich Mashkinim Hanim Mamshichim doesn't mean Tzadikim Kipshutei as it means in some other Basileganis, it means every single Jew. For who and how do we bring the Shekhinah back down into this world? And again, it shouldn't be limited only to the Beis HaMikdash, but it should expand to encompass the whole world, that they have a dosom through the work of bending themselves. From bending themselves, they come to transform themselves. And of course, we're going to see the last parakim of the Hemshech, that the Rebbe is going to argue that there's a mile of Eskafia even over Eshapcha. Even though the Eskafia brings the Eshapcha, but there's a mile of Eskafia over Eshapcha. Shai days are through, the Avaid of Eskafia of Eshapcha. Estalic, it causes the manifestation of godliness on a level which is called Histalkus. Which the Rebbe translates as Gili Bebechinus Remus, it's a full manifestation of Lukus, in a way that's called Merumam. The glory of Hakadosh Baruch Hu will cool in all of the worlds. Translates the Rebbe, Estalik Dafka, the presence of Hashem in this world is compared to Estalkus, and Estalkus is different than Eslapshus, and maybe it's even different than Ashra, but I'm not sure. Which is Gilu Naile Biyes, it's a very, very high revelation. So using the word Estalkus doesn't mean to go away. The Rebbe says Diva Zogni Estalkus, Meinta Vegans and the Proyom, they're they're crazy people, they're wild people. Because in the Maimir, but in the Gani, Estalkos does not mean to go away. Estalkos means to be a gilu in the Bechin of Rememus. And this presence of Hashem in this world is brought about to the Voida of Osul in Mikdash Veshachanti Besechem. Tadikim Yishu Oretz Veyishkinu Adaleha, which is a Kafi Feshab. Vezeo calls the Inyan Veshachanti Besechem. And in general, this is the idea of making the Abish live in this world. Or this is the idea of making the Abish live in this world in general. Shesh Bazebez and Yanim Pirushim. There's two meanings of the words. The first is Hayna Mishkan Mikdash that the Abu should live in the Mishkan and in the base of Mikdash. That Sham Hoise Ikir Shrine Batachtain was in the Mishkan of Mikdash, the Abish that Ikir Shrine was present. Lacharebin Yana Mishkan Mikdash once the Mishkan of Mikdash is constructed, which is the seat for the Basilagani, it's the seat for the Abish that returned at Har Sinai and originally was in Har Sinai Benigle, and then he was in the Kedesh HaKadosh of Benisle, like it's brought in the Rabban HaPashas Trum, it's brought in the Mamari Hasidus. But the Beis HaMikdash is the place where the Gil HaShchina happened. And therefore there's room for our Avoidah to expand that, to include the whole world. Now, I want to say this now, because the Rebbe is going to mention it a few times in the Maimir, that the Mishkan is called Mishkan. Beis HaMikdash is called Mikdash. And the Gemara says that Mishkan Ikri Mikdash and Mikdash Ikri Mishkan. Even though the temporary house of God is called Mishkan, and the primitive heart of God is called Mikdash, but the Mishkan is also Mikdash, and the Mikdash is also Mishkan. And the Havana Shabbat David is Mishkan is for the word Shechina, and Mikdash is from the word Kedusha. And the understanding that we have is that the Mishkan sits, it rests, Shechina rests, and the Kedusha hovers. 
So long as there's a seat, and on the seat the Shechina is sitting, the Kedusha, which is by definition Havdalah, exists in relationship with the world, it's on a level of Reimimus. And when the Beis HaMikdash is destroyed, Kuchabrichu Salak, La'ela or La'ela, the Kedusha goes away, and the Shechina falls into a state that's called Gaul Sashchina. But the Beis HaMikdash, when the Shechina sits, the Kedusha hovers. And the meaning of the Gemara statement, Mishkan the Ikri Mikdash, or Mikdash the Ikri Mishkan, that the Mishkan is called Mikdash, and Mikdash is called Mishkan, is that you should know that they're not two things. Every house of God was both a place for Shechina and a place for Kedusha. Even though, for whatever reason, we call the temporary house of God Mishkan, and the permanent house, permanent house of God Mikdash, in the Mishkan there was Shechina and above it Kedusha, and in the Mikdash there was Kedusha because the Shechina rested first. And that's the pshat for also the mikdash v'shanti b'seicham in the physical base of mikdash. But then there's a second translation, which is the avoyda u'b'teicham b'teichel and b'teicham b'teichel echad v'echad. That not only Hashem should live in the base of mikdash, which was done thousands of years ago, but Hashem should live in each person and each person's possessions and each person's homes. And shayadei avoyda say through years avoyda nasabei hashras hashchina. And the shchina does not only rest in the physical base of mikdash, but it rests by every single Jew in their home, in their body, in their life. They should bring down a lakus, which is called ad. That neisef lakach. In addition to the first idea, shaydi avid that calls us all to the work of the Jewish people in general. We call us the shchina and the kedusha to be manifest in the mishkan agashmi. In the base of mikdash agashmi, there is also the idea of it, including the avoid of every single Jew. And again, the way I'm explaining it to you is, the first happened a long time ago, and the second is the story of our history. Our history is v'shachanti b'seicham, making the shchina rest and making kedusha hover above that shchina by us individually. So, how do you make this dinalayis barach b'tachteinim? How do you have tadikim mishu aris? How do you have also the mikdash v'shachanti b'sayicham? The answer is by fighting with the world, by being revived in the world, by engaging the world. Also the mikdash v'shachanti b'sayicham. It's kafi v'shapach. So the rabbi continues and he says in Pedic Beis, and if you're looking at my text, it's page Sadik Zion. It's the number twenty-eight. I, I kept the numbers from the from the Sitkas Pirzayne. So our mind started with number twenty-four. This is number twenty-eight. One of the most important events in the Beth Midrash was Karbanas. And of course, he immediately mentions Ketaris also. The Peter's Karban, who the concept of a Karban is key, if they're being closed, Bein Amat of Amal, what's lower than higher, is assigned to the Rebbein Abachai in the name of the Zayar. Of course, the most interesting part of this statement is the idea that the Rebbein Abachai saw the Zayar. He has, a, in the Rebbein is Lashna Kedish, there's no Aramaic. But he has a medrash that he calls medrash Rab Shimon, and it's understood that this is the Zahir. And I didn't look the Rabbeinu Bachai up, but I'm assuming that's what the Rebbe is referring to. But there's another thing that you have to observe. And this is that I, I was sitting and preparing, and I'm thinking to myself, if someone would compile all the little nuances that the Rebbe said, particularly on the first page of Basel Lagani, but even on the few, few, first few Prakim, as the Rebbe repeated the Basel Lagani over the course of 38 years. Remember, the first page is said in Tafshin. Yeralef and Tashin Lam and Aleph. Every year after that, he starts from the first pedic and gets to whatever pedic he's holding. And over those 38 years, there's an incredible number of little kvetches that the Rebbe brought out in the first Maimir Basilagani Achaisikala, first pedic of Basilagani. And this is where the second pedic, but even here you're seeing a kvetch. The carbon has two translations. Carbon means to sacrifice, and carbon means to bring clear. And the way you understand the two is carbon sacrificing is the animal. The nefesh abhamis has to be sacrificed. And kirav akechaz v'achushim is the nefesh alakis has to be brought close. Or to say it in other words, when the animal 
is gotten out of the way, then the Odom, the human being, can emerge. When the behemoth is pushed out, then the mensch can come out, the Odom can come out, and that's a whole different kind of situation. This Maimir doesn't mention the Odom, Kiyakim, Mikem, Korban, Lavai, Bimak of the behemoth, which is how it is in the Pedic Bays of the Hemshech. The Fidika talks about sacrificing an animal. And Mepnei Sibe here, the Rebbe chooses to focus on the bringing close. And there's no question of these little kinds of details. If you're smart enough and deep enough, speak to each individual Basilegani, each individual year of Basilegani, based on the content of the Maimir and based on what's going on in the world or whatever other considerations that Rebbe has. But we move on. The first model of Eskafia Veshapcha, which brings the Shechina Dachten into the world, is Karbanas. And the second model is that we're starting now the second paragraph of Mam Sheikh Bahamayim and the Rebbe then proceeds to continue with learning in Pedigim. Sheklolus in Yana Mishkan, this goes Pedigim al Dalden, hey, the Mishkan has a whole of Meshakal, so it sees a Krachim la Mishkan, that the Mishkan is made from boards, and it's at the Sheetim. Boards called Sheetim, which means cedar, acacia, aimed in which are standing upright. And they're called at the Sheetim, even though the name of the wood is something else. Why are they called Atzashitim? If they're Erez, because it's Eremes. Atzashitim is Veloshishtus. Boards which conjure up, which represent, which are the theme of folly. Shtus means stupidity in plain English. You know, let's say stupidity is not a nice word. So you say folly or foolishness, and no one knows what you talk about. But you, no, no one knows what you talk No one's offended, but no one gets the message. I'm a daft and I'm you see. Being a shoyte is shtus. It's not folly, it's idiocy. But idiocy is not a nice word. So you use Edel of Erter, and everyone is very fine and Edel, but no one gets the message. Shtus means stupidity. That sheet is Melosh in the because the word sheet in the Tshedish means to lead. He brings rice from the Medaikim, which is Steer, Medaikim Hayosha, going off the middle road, which is the pathway of goodness. And the source of why a person does this Shtus, or specifically the Shtus, which is about the Metavadas, is Metavadas, the Liumazes, the Shtus of folly, which is inside of a person. As the Gemara says, a person will never do an Aveda by himself because it's a shtus. And nobody wants to be a fool. We all want to be righteous and reasonable and upstanding. So why would a person do an act of shtus? And the Teretz says, he's been overtaken by a spirit of folly. Now, of course, if you want to translate shtus in real English, a spirit of stupidity, temporary insanity, shtus. No one wants to do something which is bad for him and bad for the world. Why does he do it? Because he loses his mind. He has a lapse. It's a lapse of weakness. And it's a lapse of weakness to the extent that it's a decision based on the extent of that lapse. And it's called shtus. And avaydihi, the job of a person, la is to transform and to make mizeh from the shtus deliyuma, zeh la mishkan, boards for the base amikdash. And later on, of course, he's going to say later on on this page, that a person is neita, lamatam and ashura, if a person falls beneath the line, they can't just go back to the middle. They have to go to the opposite extreme to create a little bit of balance. Only when you go to the opposite extreme could the later come back to the middle, can you come back to the center? And that's the avoid of Shtuz de Gedusha, which counterbalances the Shtuz de Liyumas. And he continues and he says, and now we're reading near the number 30, in the middle of page Sadik Zion, where he begins to Chazapedik Vav of the Hemshech, the Gamdiyak, but Tevis Kiroshim. The boards, in addition to be made from Atashitim, are called Kiroshim, which means board, that Kedesh is ACS Shekin. Kedesh is the same letter as the word Shekin, except the arrangement is different. The word Kedesh is the Kuf first. It goes in order. Kuf, Re, Shin. And in the alternative, it's not in order. The Shin is first. Which is Heipach, the Emes, and the Shemli Elam. Sheker is the opposite of Emes, which is Emes, Avayel, Elam. And the Avoid is to take Sheker, which is 
the foundation of the word Kedesh. To transform the lie of this world, to make from it a board for the seat of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and for the sitting of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the hovering of Gdush, which is above it. Parenthesis. Mishkan the Ikri Mikdash, U Mikdash the Ikri Mishkan, the Mishkan is called Mikdash, meaning even though we call it Mishkan Hashem Shechina, there's Kedusha there also, and Mikdash the Ikri Mishkan, that even though the Beit Midrash is called Mikdash Hashem Kedusha, there's no way Kedusha has a connection to this world without first having Yen Hashem. And when you transform Shtus, the Lioma, then the Shtus the Kedusha. And Shekhar of Elam has it, the Kadesh and Kesha Leyes Barich, Nasa Mishkan Leyes Barich, may exceed for Akadish Barichu, Shebeitia Hashas Shechina Vachad, in which Shechina is going to sit. And when the Shechina sits, the Kedusha rests also. And he says, Vekiv on the Avedi Hilasakin, and Sashtu Shalomalam and Asechel, Shalomatam and Asechel, whereas you're transforming something negative into something positive. And the negative is not a philosophical negative, it's an actionable negative. I acted in a way that's foolish. If I want to correct that, I can't just act in a way that's reasonable. I have to go above reason. Just like foolishness is lower than reason, I need to have an avoider which is higher than reason. And the same is also true when one is involved in Sheket. In order to go to Kedesh and Kesha, they have to go Lomay Lomenatam Vadas. Kiv and Shaved, Lesak and Seshtos is Lamatam and Aseichel, since the work of transforming Shtos is lowering itself to a place which is lower than Seichel. And the work we do of correction has to be aligned with what it is that we're correcting. is there for self-understood. If I want to reverse my if I want to reverse my being vulnerable and susceptible to Shekhar of Elam, I can't just go back to the middle. I have to go above the line. My work needs to be above reason, above logic. And this is the only way I can balance that and correct it. And that's the pshat Whereas a minute before I was about the shtuz Yumaz. Whereas a minute before I was involved in Shekin of Elam, I am now involved in a scaffi of his hapcha of those ideas and making them into Kedusha, which means I'm doing an avoid which is higher than Seich. Obduk, it's much because of the Ramam Bechazdeis, Ramam Bechazdeis, that Avshah, that Echishara, me the Bainus of Pchal, the Ramam holds, that a person should do the Derech Hamitua, the middle road. Mechomakim still, a Mahoyerachah could say, if a person finds it in a certain media, is in one extreme. And it doesn't have to be an Aveda. It doesn't have to be a Mida Ra, it just has to be a Mida, which is not. But work through. My leaning is to an extreme avoider. For example, if I'm particularly cheap, I can't say from now on I'm not going to be cheap. I'm going to be more calculated by giving stock. I have to become very generous. It's the only way to break the medium. I'm on one pole, one extreme. It's not enough to go back to the middle. The opposite extreme. So I have to, for a while, give stock unbelievably generously, so that I break this tendency towards kamtsonus, towards stinginess, because I'm going lemailum and I'm derechamitzu. Lemas bikyelech b'derechamitzu. It's not enough to go back into the middle. Tzarech leharchik atzmin lekzayashenim. The opposite extreme. This would be true, even if you're doing lamitas tivies. Like a person who's very cheap, a person who's very generous, a person who's very social, a person who's very, very unsocial. These are all extremes. And you heal them and you remedy them and you balance them out by going for a time to the opposite extreme. Says the Rebbe, if this is true, when you're dealing with Midas Tivius, which are not Avedis, they're just not worked through. Allah has come of a comma, much more so. If a person wants to rid himself of stupidity, which is Mamash Klip, it's an Aveda. Which is Sheker El Delay of this world. Sheker De Las, this Mizem, Mishkan Le Yisbarach, to make out of this a seat for the Abish to sit and then for the Kedusha to hover. 
How did the dafka they avoid? It requires the kind of work which is lamaila mitam v'daz, which is above the levels of reason. Lamaila afil, it's even above seichel v'tam v'daz the gedusha, reason and understanding of gedusha, and it brings the gemara which the fidik mentioned in the pedik hey. Which is the Gemara Mesechtik Subis? Shalzei Isa the Gemara Mesechtik Subis in the second pedic. Ahanalei Shtusei LeSaba that the Saba who would dance with that in the three Hadassim and uh, in front of the Kala Ketan Menachem Mufnei Hakala was doing something foolish. They call him Ahanalei Shtusei LeSaba, Ahanalei Shitasei LeSaba, Ahanalei Shaitei LeSaba. Right? There's a sweet story with the Fidi Kedeva that in Tafshin Yud. Simchas Teir was a very special Simchas Teir. It says in the orders of the Hanukkah that such a Simchas Teir has been for many years. The Fidikah was very overlaid, very, very talkative. I mean, of course, it was the Estalkas, but how could Chassidim know? One of the people sitting at the table was Harav Ben Rivkin. Meshur De Rivkin, who was a Shiva of Teir Vadas, was a Tomim. And he said to Fidikah, Rebbech, will the man of Mainzun, Shalom. Shalom Rivkin, who was the chief rabbi of St. Louis. I, I once had a conversation with the Shliach there who knew him and he told me some things about his life and his Rabbonus and his relationship with the Rebbe. So Rebbe Moshe, the Rebbe, Beryl Rifkin said to the Fiedrich Rebbe, Echol Domana Meinzun. So the Fiedrich Rebbe said, As Ashtus, as dear as all the Einfaun, as the Davs Demon and Dain Zun. The Fiedrich Rebbe said, What a foolishness that you should say that, I for, that you have to remember, remind me about your son. I don't forget about him for a minute or for a day. That it's as That by saying this, he got the free the Rebbe to say that it's a shtus that he should stop thinking about his son. So shtus could be a big madreg, and it's called shtus the kedusha when you do things which are foolish, not reasonable, but they're not stupid; they're just transcendent beyond reason. You must do which is above reason, which is in my leaf if Sekamudu the Nura Benele Kula Alma, and that's when they said Ahanalishtusil Saba, not when he danced at last with Hadassim, with the Kalas, but when he passed away. Omizam movement is therefore implied to our situation. Gam also Sha'elu that Dolt Shechelim Lifel Avedezu. Wait, stop before we go right. So therefore, the avoid of making Dilis Baraputachtainim is. Of transforming from and he says, those who accomplish this, which is already the second apostle which is the beginning of Pedicute, not what the job is, but who does the job. This is the Indian of Tzivis Hashem. They're called soldiers. As I said to you, in many of my modern tests, there's a difference between an Eved and a Chayal, between a servant and a soldier. A servant is a Kabbalah Selnik, and a soldier is a person of Mesiris Nefesh. To make the Dirale is Badak with Achtena, whether it's Kafi or it's Hapcha, you have to be a soldier, very for Mesiris Nefesh. And in the footnote base, he points out that Yetzias Mitzrayim is a Achonat Amat Antera, 
and Matantelis when we're given the instructions of making the Dirilis Barak Batakteinim. So from the time we were leaving Mitzrayim, which is preparing us Matanteda, in anticipation of receiving the Teda, which is going to teach us how to build the base Amikdash, and to be Mahapach, Shtus, the Yalumazan, the Shtus, the Kedush, and so on, we were called Sif Hashem. Shenyon, I'm sorry, Shechayel. The idea of a soldier is Shabbat in an army. And then the Rebbe says in footnote 3, he called Gimel Apirushim Betzava, and Bedafrayin and Demdoho. They're not just ready for Kabbalah, still they're ready for Mesiris Nefesh. And Mesiris Nefesh means Avoid the work, which is above all limits. To win the war. And as I said before, we're talking particularly about a Muhammad, which is not called Muhammad, Lish, Lil, Shalom, the love of Vase, but a Muhammad of Muhammad's Nitzah. I knew this means. If you're going to approach this kind of a struggle with reason, you can't win. The only way to win this war is to be ready for Mesiris Nefesh. And uh, in modern times, it means not to be in the spot from Goyim and Goyishkeit and to finish the war that they started and to 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 Hamas, whatever is necessary, the Hamas should never even be able to think about hurting another Jew. Finish, finish, finish. But to do that against the pressure that the world puts on Eretz Yisrael, you have to have Mesiris Nefesh on the highest level. Is the union of every Jew. Every Jew is called Tzivas Hashem because every Jew has in him the union of Mesiris Nefesh, which is the Shtuz de Kedusha, which is Mahapach Shtuz de Liumazen and the Shtuz de Kedusha. And the idea of being Mahapach Sheker of Elam with the Keresh and Kesher of the base of Mikdash. Like it says in Tanya Perikit Ches, Tafil, Lukashubakan, the most careless and lighthearted Jew, is Muchen Limshen Nafya Gedusha Hashem, is prepared to be made Nefesh Kedusha Hashem. And this phenomenon that I use right from the series Nefesh Kedusha Hashem makes us not Avodim, but Chayol, Chayal, soldiers. Already from the series Nefesh Kedusha Hashem. So there's a Melchemes Nitzachen, a war that you must win. And the king personally gets involved in the war. Machnas Atzmei Betzachsi Sei Melchemes. And the king gives out all the treasure, Bizba's called the Aitis, and of course, Mashachayev Meneget. But the Iker focus, the mind is going to be on the idea of Aitzir. And now the Rebbe begins, Pedic Yudalev. Once we establish that the avoid of his kafi of his hapcha, to make it delis barak patachtoinim, is done through the Tzivis Hashem, he proceeds to describe the nature of the battle. Shabeshvil Nitzachin Amalchaman or to be victorious in this war, which is called the Melchemes Nitzachin. So you have three points. I wrote them, I scribbled them onto the page. First of all, the Melech is Machnes Atzmei Betachsise Melchama. Third of all, Mashlich Chayav Mineged. And second of all, Yashna Inyan Ha'itzah. There's a treasure, Shanes Nemumaila, which is given from the Yabish, from on high. And he says, Ubedugmas Inyan Amalchama Eitzel Melech Basabadam. It's no different, it's comparable to how it would be physically in a war. That when the king is fighting a war, and it's one of those wars that goes to his very, very survival, Shafi, Luhait says, even the treasure, Shlei, Nogab, Hemados, that he never touches. not only his own treasure, of his treasure belonged to his ancestors, so precious to him. And he wouldn't even display them to other people to see them. In order to be victorious in the war, he risks his own life. Now, of course, in the original it says, Here it's, he risks his life. And part of that dedication to the victory is that 
he dispenses recklessly of all of his treasure. From the treasure which his ancestors had hoarded, had collected, to win this war. That's why he wins the war. And on footnote Dalit, the Rebbe adds a word. That's the purpose of a king. And the will of a king is to win. What makes a king a king is that he has a much higher measure of determination. And the greater the king is, the greater his Midas HaNetzach. And this Midas HaNetzach translates into this desire to win, as they say in English, at all costs. And it's Negele, which is why he does things which are in him, including the Bizbuz HaEitzis. So he says a king is defined not by his governance. Other people can govern. A king is defined not by his wisdom, but by his tact, but by what he does at those rare moments that require a hardness and a determination, which has no bounds, only the king has sufficient dedication, sufficient this determination to see it through at all costs that only a king has because of his position, because of his relationship to the people and all the rest, that empowers him to be sufficiently determined to make sure that the victory is won at all costs. And then the Rebbe explains the meaning behind this phenomenon, that when a king is fighting a war, he pulls out all the stops and he dispenses of all the treasure. The idea of victory, of needing to win at all costs, is one of the Midas and the Nisham, it's Midas HaNetzach. Now, of course, you know that the Nisham is divided up into three levels. Chabad, Chagas, Nihi. Chabad is the most sophisticated. Chagas is less sophisticated. We'll call them higher emotions. And Nihi is the least sophisticated. Nihi, Lahav, Lahav, Adol, you have by animals as well. It's what they call in psychology the fight or flee instinct. It's a reflex. It's an instinct. It's it's survival. And practically speaking, the three medias of Nihi are not emotions that feel the significance and meaning of something, that would be Chagas, but the emotions that carry us through the hardships of life, the toughness to get through life, and the uh, willingness to put up a challenge in order to make things happen, this comes from the three meters of Netzached and Yaseid, Nihi. So from a perspective of sophistication, they're the least sophisticated because they're not intelligent, they're not even sensitive, they're just tough. But on the other hand, because they're tough, they're also simple. And because they're simple, they can be raw. They can be incredibly, incredibly uh, inspired. So a person who is able to harness his nihi has a willpower, has a determination that allows him to see through any obstacles and any challenges and any difficult and difficulties and overcome whatever it is that may be going on to see something through until its end. That's what Bidus and means. Now, on a superficial level, the more intelligent you are, the less likely you are to be in touch with your nihi. The, the simpler you are, the less mind and heart you have, the less distracted you are by more sophisticated emotions and inspiration, the more likely you are to have a stronger midas hanetzach. The king is unusual. He's very intelligent. He's very sensitive. But he's a king. His position as a king affects that in spite of how sophisticated and intelligent he is, 
his determination when it's needed is stronger than anybody else's. That's what the Rebbe explains. to the deepest levels of the Nishamas. On the surface, Midas and Netzach is part of the the triad of Midas. Netzach, Hayyid said, which are the least sophisticated and the least sensitive. But on the other hand, they have a hardness and a strength that's so powerful that it goes to the very, very essence. And kings, particularly, are blessed with the powerful Midas and Netzach based on what the position gives them. If you're a Talmud Chacham, and you don't honor your position in a way that's vengeful and um, and that's holding grudges as a Talmud Chacham, it's not a Talmud Chacham. In other words, a, a, a true Rav can't just be a nice guy, a Paskin child. A, a true Rav has to fight and defend his Piskei Din, has to fight and defend the Torah on a level which is called Nikim and Netira. And the Rebbe says, This is not stubbornness, it's not megalomania, it's not ego, it's principle. And the greater the person, the greater the, the principle. Parenthesis, Elit is only, the vengeance and the holding of grudges by a Talmud Chacham, to follow the conditions found in the Gemara and the Paskim, which of course means it's a Torah vengeance, not an egocentric vengeance. Says the Rabbi Lachas, "Can we come and yell If it's true, but Talmud Chacham was not a Melech. How much more so a Melech? Now, of course, you want to throw it right away. Man Malke Rabbanon, and the Rebbe says Malke means that every Rav is Abish to himself. But here he puts a Melech above a Talmud Chacham. Shenyan, who is the king? Idea of a king is Shemishich, his head and shoulders. That means his Chabad, and the first two thirds of his Chagas are higher than everybody else's head. Meaning, mystically, his brain and even the higher, the higher two-thirds of his higher emotions are above the intelligence of the average person. including the officers. He's incredibly elevated as a human being. Now, that elevation, on the one hand, gives him superior intelligence and superior sensitivity. And if you look at the world, you'll see that people who are super intelligent, super sensitive, are inhibited by their sophistication. It takes away, it complicates their ability to have clarity on issues. But by a king, it's not how it is. Or by a person who's, whose um, sophistication is healthy, that's not how it is. By this king, with all of his intelligence, his meat of determination is incredibly hard. Because of this meat, it's one of the koichas nefesh. Because of his determination, and he aids as even such treasure. Shaloi to shoot him ain't other he doesn't allow people to see them. Not only does he now break all of his own rules and open them up and give them he splurges, he gives them the way, give them away in what would be considered from a financial point of view and from a value point of view, reckless. Because when he has to win, he has to win. He distributes them to the officers who oversee the units, the groups of soldiers in the army. The commanders of the various soldiers. However, the purpose is not for the generals. The purpose is the common foot soldier. Because the foot soldier is the one who does the victory. Meaning, the king is giving his treasure to people who are going to manage it. But he's not giving it to them for them. He's giving it to them so the common soldier will have what he needs to see the victory through. Now, if you remember in the Maimir, 
Sitias Pizreine, Pizreine, pardon me, which we learned um, in California. The Rebbe mentioned on page Tzadik Hay that it's possible for the generals also to have this Midas Anetzach. And when the generals also have this Midas Anetzach that the common soldier has, they're also worthy of the treasure, of the Oitzer. But it's a mindset in the generals, that the generals also have to approach the situation with that kind of a determination. The point is, the common soldiers, and they're the ones actually fighting win the war. Even though the commanders of the army, of the soldiers, they're those individuals, they're immersed, and they know all the schemes, all the tactics, all the wisdom that is necessary in winning a war. At the same time, the ones who affect the victory. In fact, the common foot soldiers, they give their lives actually to fight and win the war. Let me explain to you before what separates a chayal, a soldier, from an Evid Poshut. Evid Poshut has the highest medic of Kabbalah, let's explain the Samach Vav. But a chayal has the additional attributes of a serious nefesh. As the Fiddik have explained at the end of the if you look at footnote 28, he's Mitzayin to This we understand. For the sake of the Jewish people's Yuch, to be victorious in war. Which is to transform the lie of this world. To make for it boards for the Mishkan. Where you're going to have the phenomena. Of the Abishters resting in this base of Mikdash. And as we discussed before, Mishkan the Ikni Mikdash, when the Shekhinah rests, the Kedusha hovers. The Abish that gives Yidin, who are going to make the Dirabetachtainim, which basically means bring Mashiach and make this world a Dirabetachtainim, but a Patachtainim. They're given Koyches, Leir, Akain, Yonam, Shem, Begedir, Gili, not just gifts from Alakus that are in the category of being revealed, meaning they're not revealed actually, but they're revealable. Even the kinds of things that they're parallel in this world, who inyan is the phenomenon of treasure. Now, when the Rebbe says these words, he means eight in tough. Because they didn't save is eight, it's not more. They didn't save because it's eight is begeder gili. There's different madrigas of eight in safe, but the argument is that eight in safe is begeder gili. And in Itzayf we say, as our Maimed is explaining, in Itzayf, Lamayla Adin Ketel, Lamata Adin Tachlis. And Oitzayf is higher than Oitzayf. Footnote Hey. V'aseyde Bezehi, and the way this happens is, Shetchila Sam Shachim Evin Shal Nakudah, the beginning of the bringing forward of this treasure, both from the perspective of the soldier, and both from the perspective of Lamayla, starts out Be'evin Shal Nakudah as a single point, which is the Mesiris Nefesh, on the soldier's behalf, and the koyach to have Mesiris Nefesh on the king's behalf. But then it comes down in a way of Sitkas Pir it comes down in such length and breadth and depth that every point in the world is manifest with the revelation and the gift of this treasure. in the Prozes Canal. It's the idea of Yidin being spread out. Now, again, the literal meaning of Prozes takes you to Shalayim is that the city has no walls. It expands and it expands and it expands and it expands. So on the one hand, the meat is very big. On the other hand, the meat is very safe. The people are able to live isolated by themselves, not in large groups, not in fortifications, not in protected environments, but in open spaces, and they have no fear. That's the connotation of Prozis. Until Ufaratsta, Yom, Now this footnote is 
Hemshech to the Maimet Sitias Peter Zeni Yisrael, which we did in the previous year, that says, that the Friedrich Rebbe says, that the proof that you were given Oitzere Elyim Atachas Ashleimus is the process. In other words, the way the Maimer goes is Tzitzas, Tzitzaka Osakalish Baruch Hu Pizran. Pizran means he puts us in a situation that requires us to have Mesiris Nefesh. And if and when we have the Mesiris Nefesh, there's a reward. The reward is the Oitzer. And the end of that Oitzer is Pirzei Neyesol, with the Reish before the Zion. The end of that treasure is that it comes down Rav Tov Lebeis Yisrael Begash Mesoveruchnis Bateva Nireva Nigla That's it comes down every, every place in the world you see the incredible bounty the incredible generosity which is a reflection of this Matana the reflection of this gift so the Nekuda is and it's a common sense Nekuda and it's a commonly discussed Nekuda if something is truly very high the measure of it is going to be how fully it's going to be manifest very low because if it's not that high its manifestation is going to have a limit and if it's incredibly high as high as it is going to have a full manifestation so the pizroinon is the test and the arousal of the oitzer and the pirzon pirzoinoi is the manifestation, is the schar, is the full realization of what the Yitzhah is. Now let's go back to the text. Um, second line from the bottom of the Pnim on top of Tzadik Tes. Shukal it's hidden away and sealed from the eyes of all seers. to himself, the king himself, because it's so deep. Not only is not the Madrig of Gilui, but Poyal, it's higher than the Inyan of Gilui. Even the phenomenon of Gilui, which is in the very highest Madrega. So, but I would think to say is that Gilui is like the lowest Madrega of Eden Safe. Inyan Gilui is the second Madrega of Eden Safe. And Dargi Yetzal Gilui is the third Madrega of Eden Safe. You have in the very first page of the Basil Gani, it's based on the Maimon of Sabachov near the end. Hikovtu, I think it is. That there is. The Gilul Atzmei Bishvil HaElamis, which is the Makkar of Mamala Kalaman, Gilul Atzmei, which is Bishvil Atzmei, which is the Makkar of Seviv Kalaman, and then Etzmei Vedi Seiv. So there's Gilui, there's Inyana Gilui, and Gilui Bedarga Yisrael Yena. All of them are Madregis and Oir, in Seif Lamayla, in Kesel Lamata, in Tachas, which our Maimed is discussing at length, and Oiter Hide and all of that. And he says in footnote Vav, which explains on the Avoider side, right? Everything goes. In a duality, the Abish reveals an Oitzer and the Yid reveals the Oitzer of Yiddish Shamaim, the Yinamisidus Nefesh. Shagam, Kesher Avoid, from the human being side. When the Yid's Avoid is Behol, Agilim, Shabinafshi, all Madregas of Gilead and Nisham. Adding Ketzi, Adding Tachlis, that in Avoid he's revealing his Nisham and the very highest Madregas of Gilim of the Nisham and the Tzitkas Pirzene Yisrael Maimah, which we learned before, in other words, the California Shir. This includes Yechida, all Yechida is considered Giluyim in this Maimed, and the Maspekadim is not sufficient. Shari calls the Unyan Shalir Vigilu, any kind of Hamisha Shemis Nikrola Avoida, which is Avoida of Nefesh, or Ruach, or Nisham, or Chai, and again in this Maimed, all Yechida, where we are defining even Yechida as a Madreg in the Nishama, a Gili in the Nishama, a Tzir and a Metzias in the Nishama. So when you're serving Hashem in any one of those five levels, you're accessing and your Nishama is something which is part of Erev Gili. And if it's part of Erev Gili, it's not part of Kamas Vachas. 
It's not part of treasure which is never revealed. Since from on high, what's given to us is above the very phenomena of Yile, like I said before, there's Gilu and there's Inyan Gili, and Gili Badaira Yesed Al Yena, and Oitzid is higher than all three of those things. Tzadachli is Kain Gamlamata, it becomes mandated from us in our lives to access in our Nishama Madrega, which is above all Madregas of Gila Shalai Tzadikim, Daimon Labedam, Yidnar, Paralel for the Elikus. And as the Rebbe said in the very, very beginning of this Maimon in the footnote, that Tzadikim goes on the Tzadikim Magadalim, the, the Aves, and the Meishar Abeno, and so on. Then it goes on Tzadikim Bechol and then it goes on Va'amir Kulam Tzadikim. Or but then the Rebbe explains, Shagab Madregas Tzadikim, even dealing with Tzadikim, when they serve Hashem in a reasonable way, since he's serving Hashem in a limited way, he's involved because he has a form, he has a definition, and limited avoida conforms to that particular person's tzir and mitzias, which is parallel to the avoid. It's only a gili over that person. It's not enough in order to access the Midas and Itzachan in the person, to match the Midas and Itzachan Shalmai, which is revealed, which is the union of Oitzer, it's not enough to serve Hashem and love with your whole heart, which means even the Nefesh Bahamas, but the way it's in your heart. It's not even enough which goes on your whole goof, the way the Ahava is manifest in the whole goof, you have to serve Hashem on a level of complete infinity. And complete infinity here means higher than any in a gilu, even the gilu of Yechido. Because Aved is the true concept of Chomedach has explained, Eisem Etzene Shomakim, the famous Sugya of Eisem Etzene Shomakim, which doesn't mean to do the will of Hashem, because when you're doing mitzvahs at a level of B'chol you're also doing the will of Hashem. Eisem Etzene Shomakim means you're creating the will of Hashem. As it's discussed at length in Samar Vav, you're creating a new will. Each time you do a mitzvah on a madrega of Yechido, on a madrega of Chomedach, it's a Yehidat's and that's the oitzer in a person which elicits the oitzer lemailo. Shahu in a mesiras nefesh, which is mesiras nefesh, and of course mesiras nefesh has madrigas. We're talking about mesiras nefesh al kiddush Hashem without any cheshbenus. The age is another point. This is a very interesting nekuda. Shein yinzeh that this idea that a yid reveals the power of mesiras nefesh on the level of a chomaydecha. To access his Eitzel, which is going to reveal the supernal Eitzel, or because the supernal Eitzel is revealed, he is able to access his Eitzel, which is the Aved of Mesiris Nefesh. It's Leirag Bebchinus Mahadrimina Mahadr. It's not enough that this Mesiris Nefesh is his Aved for the Ebishta. I could serve Hashem in a limited way, and I could serve Hashem in a level of Mesiris Nefesh. Even serving Hashem in a level of Mesiris Nefesh is not enough. I have to be determined to defeat the enemy. Look, Elashenegea Vedorosh. It matters and it's required. That it's necessary to the victory against the enemy. Meaning my kavona has to be not just to serve Hashem at all costs, but to defeat the enemy. If it wasn't that I appreciate it as an enemy and I have to defeat that enemy. In other words, it's not enough that I'm learning today and doing mitzvahs per se. But that I have to have the mindset of defeating the enemy. It's possible that there should be a category of klipa. Which is the suga yeshatach in the lowest possible way, and what is that? Kfishim evad by mamne pedik gimel explained in pedik gimel, which was the pedik of last year tafshin pegimel, and we're going to talk about it later by riches. 
it's possible, God forbid, that using the powers of the Teda itself, a midvad halacha, one speaks of dvad halacha, which is hepechatera, which is against the Teda. And I mentioned this to you earlier in the class, that the Rebbe holds that Paklau, when he does an event, this is Tanya Penichov Dalet, it's lower than Klippa. The Klippa that Hashem created, including Shosh Klippa Satmeyes Lagamre, is bad, yeah? And the Yid does an Aveda, Yitosh Kodbach is even lower. But in the Avedas that a Yid does, when we say Yitosh Kodbach, there's Kama Madrigas. It can be in Yanni Rishus, it can be Yanni Iser, and then it can be this. When you're using the Teda itself to fight against the Teda, the Rebbe sees this at the very bottom of the barrel. When you're using Kedusha to fight against Kedusha, in the Inyanim, where we say that a Yid who's doing an Aveda is worse than an Aveda itself, worse than the Klippe itself, it's the lowest. Heipech ha'inyin de kel machatatim. It's the opposite idea of kel machatatim, which is, of course, part of the Maimit Sitkes Perzeni Yisrael, which the Friedrich Rebbe said by the Rebbe Sheva Baruchas, which the Rebbe repeated before, that machatatim is the word machitza. Eilu ha'emal tamei tar v'al tar They're able to discern between kosher and treif, tamei and tar. The measure of one's ability to know with certitude is the ability to teach it to other people, to be concerned with other people. And I think the oimik shebedavid is, it's not just a question of teaching it to other people, it's a question that when I'm teaching it to other people, it acts as a deeper koyach. Like it says in the Samachvav Takeh, when he speaks about Ben Shenase Evid, Amar Abakiva, Neyach Tzamach Zayin, the Ben Shenase Evid means Kabbalah Sel Limitatera. How could there be Kabbalah Sel Limitatera? Tera is Gishmak, and the answer is only one thing: when you're paskining halach, and someone else is going to make a decision on that basis, and if you're making a mistake, there could be Chasashol Mekinevid on a terrible Aveda, it's a crisis or worse. And you're afraid to paskin, and you paskin. Nevertheless, that fear brings into Yilimadatayda the mile of Evid. So here you have it in the Madrega Mesiris Nefesh, that when you are Machatzitz and Beimashav, meaning you're able to paskin alochas and teach it to others and carry that responsibility of teaching it to others in that circumstance, you're accessing the Kech Mesiris Nefesh so that you should be protected from the idea of using Kech Ateda. To be oimed v'ad Allah, which is heipachatid. The kivon shalimud who etzli. Since that person learns, so why does one person fall into the trap of chalila shabekechatid oimed v'ad Allah shuheipachatid, and another person not fall fall into that trap, and instead he's keil machasas and beimashabim? And the answer is the first person hasn't gotten the message of the kabbalah sale needed to paskin Allah. He hasn't gotten the message of the Mesiras Nefesh needed the Paskin Allah. The Kivan Chalimud who since his learning turned to page Kuf. But again, the footnote, who in Sikhli Bavad is intellectual alone. Yochaladag Basikla Hepachatedik and use his mind to say against it. And the only way to be protected from that, Vanitzach and Al Zed, the way you defeat this, is Raka Dehavoida only when you serve Hashem and Lamailam and Asaycha above reason, which is in your Mesiras Nefesh. Khabamolge head for Harab Battle Lipskis or Gazunzan, Shlita, Chaim Shom Debed. That he was from Yisrael Jacobs. As in the in the Celta Maise, that the Shach, the Sifse Koyen, the Shach, the Pshapse Koyen wrote a, 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 a commentary on Shechonorach. And amongst his uh, Svarim is also on the Cheshen Mishpat, business law. 
he had a very hard life and he traveled a lot and you're talking about an age where there was no pictures and there was no uh, other means of identifying people so people probably didn't know who he was and amongst his many hapatkois he came to some city and he got involved in some kind of financial affair and he ended up in a dis- dispute with another person and they came to Arav now the Rav didn't know who he was so they're doing it in Tehra and the Rav is overhearing is hearing the tightness of this one the tightness of this one and as soon as the Rav is trying to give his opinion the Shach shows him and he, re- he uh, maps the flow with him and he shows him what he's talking about and Allah is like him now this Rav when he realized with whom he was be dealing he was overwhelmed but you're not allowed to, once you get in you're not allowed to get out who, right? Once the dying gets involved, he cannot withdraw. He has the option of not getting involved, but he doesn't have the option of withdrawing. So he says to the Shach, you know, I'm no match for you. I can't be your... I'm really not entitled to sit at the table where you're one of the people who is being tried. But I just want you to know there's a safer that was recently published called Sifse Koyin. And in that safer, Sifse Koyin, it says that you're wrong and the other person's right. Who wrote the Sifse Koyin? The same Shach. The same Rabshapse Koyin. So when he tells him this, the Shach stops and thinks. And he realizes that it's Takachu. He, Paskin, in his own Savior of Aloha, the opposite of what he was now arguing in court. Why? As the Lushan did, you have in that Yem Yem, Bas is Negea. As is Negea Chatmanzach. The tainas that you have in the Shas, and how can a simple lady know those tainas? The answer is a Senegea. And he had, of course, concede that he, I'm the shach, and I wrote that Seifid, and you're right, and I'm wrong. This is the Vart. The Sakona of learning Teda and coming away with an understanding of Teda, which is Negeda Halacha, is incredibly strong. In other words, the vulnerability to this possible kind of error is considerable. And the only way to be protected from the possibility of falling into this trap that you pass in halachas and teda and the tepech teda is when your approach to the halacha is with mesiris nefesh. When your approach to the halacha is with this kabbalah seila, as it's described in the samachvav. And without it, you're in a sakona. This is why the Rebbe says it's so necessary that you have to have this mesiris nefesh when you're fighting this battle. And part of the requirement of the Messias Nefesh in fighting this battle is not only having a Messias Nefesh to do the right thing, you have to feel the Messias Nefesh need to defeat the wrong, to defeat the Klippa, to see the Klippa as evil. Otherwise, you can't approach it properly. And that's the idea of Midas HaNetzach. The Oitzer Shal Yiddish the Oitzer Shal Maile, which is above all Gilui. So in this footnote, he's saying basically that there's the Gilui in the person and there's the Gilui Shal Maile. And then there's the etzem shalmaila and the etzem in the person. And any kind of madrega of gili, until the is not enough. If you want to access etzem shalmaila, you have to access, access etzem shalmaila, and shama, which is the deepest madrega and the essence of the person. And now we go to the top of page kuf. Now that we explain that winning a war requires and Eitzen means revealing something which is hidden. And hidden means that it's above any concept of Gili. Both in Avedis other it says in the footnote. And in Al-Kusr it says in the Pnim. So the Rebbe now continues to pay the Yud base. 
the highest level of Giluyim is the Giluyim, something which is revealed, but revealed in a way that it has no end and it has no purpose, it's beyond the purpose. And Oitzer, which is Kamas Vachosom, is going to be higher than this, and he brings Oshetan Maimir in Pedicute Base from the Tikkun Ezeir. In order to explain Lahovin, Inyan, Oitzel, Lamaila, Mashakos, the Tikkun Ezeir says in Kabbalah, says in Zeir. That it ain't safe for the mylad in case of the matad in tachas. Or that sometimes it's ain't safe for the mylad. Mylad in case godliness is higher and even higher beyond an end, and it's lower and even lower beyond the purpose. I was teaching this to my students in school, and they asked me what is the meaning of ain't tachas. I said tachas means a purpose, and you can run out of purposes, and you're not going to run out of ain't safe. You can run out of reasonable things or reasonable uh, bases for all kinds of phenomena all kinds of revelations, and the Eden Seif is going to exist when there's no more Tachos. The very concept which is called the Kabbalah Oyer, move on it's understood within Yenah Gilei, because light means Gilei. Now, because the criteria, the, the criteria, the purpose of light is the need of revelation. Again, you know from the Samoa that I mentioned before, that there's three Madregas in there, which is called Gilei. Which is called Seva of Kalaman. And Etzma, which is a Mailamagadergilui, all three Madregas are called Oid, and all three Madregas are at least Begadergilui. Aval at the same time, even though Eir includes every Madrega of Gilui, it's not an ordinary Gilui. It's a revelation which is called Ain Safe, not because. Um, it comes from Ain Seif, but because it itself is Ain Seif in its relationship with its source, which is It's so infinite that as high as you're going to go, it's higher. And as low as you're going to go, it's even lower. And nevertheless, it's only Giluyim. And higher than Giluyim is going to be Yitzhak, as we'll see later. Umazbir, and then in Perik Yud Gimel. He begins to explain Gedlin Shabazen. Pedigid Beis explains the concept of Eden Seif in general. And the Maimed from Tafshin Pei Beis, from Pedigid Tafshin Chab Beis, was a very high score. The Maimed, it's, you know, it's all the Suyyad Eden Seif. You have in Samavav and so on. I mean, Amor, all the different Eden Kudis, which you have in the Svarim, that the Rebbe Zogazunzan and his Maimed collects in the Maimed of Tafshin Chav Beis. But after he explains Eden Seif in general, he divides it up into these two parts. Lamayla den kate lamata den tachlas. He continues, Umaz bir gadel inyan shabazen. He wants to explain what godliness is, and then of course after that to explain how it is above all of that. Hachel bir bir inyan lamata den tachlas. But first explaining the notion that godliness extends low aden tachlas. So right away the Rebbe says in the footnote that even though the lashon of the tikkun ezayin is first lamayla den kate and then lamata den tachlas, so the fidikam reverses the order. The Zayar says, I didn't say for the in case the Mata Adin Taklas. And the Fidikeva first explains the Mata Adin Taklas, and only afterwards it's explained the Maila Adin Kate. And the reason is because the Maila Adin Kate is a higher Madrege than the Mata Adin Taklas. In other words, I didn't say for Gili. But in Gili, there's two in Yonel, the Mata Adin Taklas and the Maila Adin Kate. And the Maila Adin Kate is a higher Gili. So he puts it second. Mikol, Mokai Magim, Lavaira, in the Fidikeva reverses the order of. The Tikkun and how he explains it. First explaining Lamata Adin Tachas, and only afterwards explaining Lamata Adin Kates. And the reason is, Mishum, first of all, in practical life, Lamata Adin Tachas is more necessary than Lamata Adin Kates. Understanding that godliness is everywhere 
is far more important than Avodah Hashem, than understanding that godliness is not understood by anybody. So Lamata Adetach is more important. And second of all, first explaining that the godness is everywhere, even in the lowest and the most remote places. Yuvin said it gives us more of an insight into the Indian Dilemailadin case, what it means as high as you go, it in safe is higher. In other words, it's less directly understandable intellectually. So first you explain Lamata Adin Tachas and you try to get that concept that there's no place where godliness is not, and it helps you understand the idea that that no place has godliness on the other hand. And then, after explaining Lamata Adin Tachas, and then going from that to the deeper idea, the Lamayla Adin Kates, then we can understand Gadel Maila Sa'ed said how great the idea of treasure is, which is Lamayla Yinagil Adin Safe. It's above the Rosh Hashanah Safe. Both the Lamata Adin Tachas and even the Lamayla Adin Kates. So the Rebbe is just observing how the Friyadik Rebbe quotes the Tikkunah Zayed, and then he's explaining it, he goes in a different Seder. First of all, because that's more Negei and Avoidah. And second of all, because it's, it's the way you approach it in Haskalah, step by step, the lower Madrig and then the higher Madrig. And we go back to the text, the high new word is the meaning of Eden And this is Pedicid Bey, this is Pedicid Gimel, this is last year's Pedic, Tavshin Pei Gimel. And I remember doing it in Rabbi Gringlas Shul, and then of Shabbos. Ad Madrig, Ayes, and Mata Matashabesedesh Tashul, the very, very lowest level of Sedesh Tashuls. This the lowest world, which is the world of action. So means godliness is found everywhere. Godliness is revealed everywhere. I remember when I taught this 20 years ago. So it, this is Tafshin Pei Dalet. It's Tafshin Samar Dalet, Samar Gimel. It was one of those years. Um, in those days I was a, a more consistent reader of the science news. I, I still get it, but I never look at it. But I used to read the science magazine. So they had a, a little article. That was amazing. That they have what's called nuclear rods, spent nuclear rods. When they, when they have uh, an energy, electricity that's created through uh, nuclear fission, right, by splitting atoms. And there's a whole process by which they're able to do this. There's a way they're able to control it. And of course, it's gone out of vogue because there've been a few accidents and people have panicked. And people are afraid, especially Chernobyl. But for a while, there was power plants, nuclear power plants. And they have the metals from which they extract the nuclear energy has to be uh, based on very high atomic numbers, be very radioactive. Whatever they're using, plutonium, uranium, I, I don't know the chemistry at all, the physics at all. But they're very, very massive atoms. They have a lot of energy, and they're able to release it. And apparently they become spent, they become used up. So they're radioactive, they're mamish death itself. Radioactive means to say that their nature is to give out electrons which will create disorder in the place of order, which is which is how they do their evil act, right? Radioactivity, it it the body is made up of cells, it's all about order, that's what the word organism means. And radioactivity means that it displaces order, you know punches one electron out of its orbit and it creates all kinds of chaos and ultimately it brings death and destruction. So the big problem is what do you do with these radioactive rods? And the problem is they have a half-life of 10,000 years. They, they don't die easy. In other words, they can't be easily recycled. So they're burying them under mountains in Khvesfu, uh, in the Iraqis. They want to find places where there's no tectonic plate, where there's a very small likelihood of earthquakes. 
and they put them in these deep bunkers and they're trying to put them in a place nobody should get hurt from them. It's a very big problem, obviously. And then, of course, then they have to check to make sure that there's no leakage. So they went down to one of these places where they're storing these radioactive rods and they found the most amazing thing, that in the place where they had these radioactive rods, there was life, there was organism. There were actually living creatures, microorganisms, tiny little things, and the very definition of the word organism means organization, that were cohabiting with radioactivity, with death itself, with disorder. And they were discussing then, this is 20 years ago, the possibility of using these organisms to eat it up, to eat up the radioactivity. If they can harvest these microorganisms, they're so tough, they're so tough, they're so robust, they keep their order so powerfully that um, even the essence of death on the physical level, which is radioactivity, which is the basis for disorder, they are more orderly than the effect of this disorder. And it, um, it's, an ama- it's, a, it's an amazing thing. It's mamish an amazing thing. Mamish avundabarazach, amazing. So when I saw that article, I was teaching this Maimus, I gave it a dogma for the idea of It's been said by many that the earth is not a place where there's life. The earth is a living planet. This is true in Taita. The Taita made this earth living. And one of the symptoms of life is that there's no place in the world where there's no life. Even in a place of death itself, there's life. Even in a place of death itself, you know, if you go to those vents underneath the ocean, where the water is hundreds of degrees hot, and then there's organisms there. The nature of a living planet is that there's no place where there's no life. And it's a symptom, it's a muscle, for this idea of wherever you look, you find God. On the one hand, you see such defiance of God, such denial of God, such opposition to God. On the other hand, wherever you go, you see wherever you go, you see life, you see order, which is a muscle for seeing the locusts. So the lowest end is Elam Hazar, and the lowest end is Klippa. But now the Rebbe goes to the Likud Amarim, Sefer Shabbat in Pedik Dalit, where the Rebbe is talking about how a person doesn't have it is lower than Klippa itself. Because Ruchni is Dika Klippa, he says, Einim Beguf Chomri, Vayedim Isribeinim, and they're not going to go against Eibish Tzratz and Shaleibish Lechuste Shalmokam Baruch. There are three ways a person doesn't have it is worse than Ruchni Yisdika Klippas. Ruchni Yisdika Klippas don't have a body, a Gashmi Yisdika Guf. Ruchni Yisdika Klippas know the Eibishter and they'll never do an Inyan of Ra without direct commandment. But a person who is Eivira, it's any Yisbarach, who is going against the wishes of a Kaddish Baruch, who is lower even than the Ruchni Yisdika Klippas. And that's what he says, Yitush Kodmach, the the lowest Klippa is better than a Yid who's doing an Aveda because he's crossing over a line that they're not crossing over. And then later in the Pedic, he explains how they're worse than physical klipas by bringing the Pasek of Kudasa Yisbarech Shomra Rucham. Kudasa Shomra Rucham. That means that even li- wild animals, like a lion, that kills to eat, is considered evil. Ra, Sholosh, Klippas, Atmeas, Legamri. When you have a Tzalem Alakim, it won't touch you like it says in Svarim, it says in Zayar, I think he brings. But the Nil Begev Aroyas, that they threw the Nil into a pit of lions, and the lions wouldn't touch him because they had the Tzalem Alakim. And they were hungry. Which proves that the most severely predatory creature only is as evil as his nature mandates and no worse. And a human being is violating his pkuda, his, his command. 
So the klipas ruchnias are better than a person in three ways. The klipas gashmias are better than a person, I don't know, in one way, however you want to figure it. And a person doesn't have it, it's lower than all of them. And the avonah shebedover is based on what says in Tanya Perikhas, which is an incredible shtikl Tanya, which I think doesn't get nearly enough time. The idea of teva. We learn in Hasidus that there's such a thing called teva. And teva is not kedusha, teva is klipa, teva is not shabahamas. But Teva is a personality and a nature which defines each creation. And just like an animal kills because it's its Teva, and it will never kill more than its Teva mandates, every creation has a Teva. And the Rebbe says that by a Yid, the Teva is that he cannot do an Aved. Like it says in Tanya Perikhes, that he has a shade be shade in Yehudoye, which means Taivas Heter, permitted Taivas, he will indulge in and as they say, if it's free, I'll take two kidu al-loshen. Rahamashal, v'atzchayik. But dvarim asturim is against his tab. And in Tashmi Yudgimel, Basil Ligani, the Rebbe adds that the same is true by a goy when it comes to Sheva Mitzvah B'nei Neach. The Rebbe says a goy when it comes to Sheva Mitzvah also has Bechir HaChavshiz. And by him also, his teva is that he wants to indulge in all dvarim ambutarim which includes for him tarfes and other things which are also for a yid because he only has sheva mitzvahs. But his sheva mitzvahs are his teva not to violate. So when a yid doesn't have in tayag mitzvahs and lahav lagoy does the in sheva mitzvahs neneach he's not just going against the Abish's command he's going against his nature. His nature is not to fall this low. And nevertheless he does. So the fact that his nature is not to fall this low and nevertheless he does He's worse than any other creature who may be much worse than him, but is not falling below his nature. And this is the pshat that Ha'adam, Ha'eva, Atzeni Yisbarech, is Gerua Miklipa, Uk'ilu Kefer Ba'achdusa Yesem, and he's closer to the idea of Kicheshu Ba'avayev Aleim Aleihu, he's closer to being an atheist and saying that there's no God at all, even than Sholosh Kibbas Atmeyaz Lagamri. Because Sholosh Kibbas Atmeyaz Lagamri, both Beruchnias. And begashmias means both the malachas, mishlachas malachai roim of the samachmem and the sultan and the yitzhar And begashmias that means all kinds of predatory animals, including the mosquito. They have a teva and ainam mishanim astafkidim. They don't go lower than it. And a yid and a goy, when they're over the aveda, is crossing over that line of their teva, which makes them even lower than klipa itself. And that's what the Rebbe now says. And let's read from the beginning. Not only does Ein safe reach the Kedusha in this world, and the Klippas Neige in this world, even Klippas, and the Rebbe means complete Klippas, Shalosh Klippas at Meis Lagamri, which is Rubik Yikulira, Ma'atei Mura Besech, the Nitzelaki is Choshoch. Shagam Heim Kshurim Ela Masiyah, inasmuch as they're part of Ela Masiyah, Ain safe reaches them as well. And of course, later on, the Rebbe is going to explain that the Ain safe reaching them as well is not the Pshat, that he's there also, it's that if he wasn't there, they wouldn't exist because he's creating them. But then he adds even more. You say to me, in addition to all the above, there's something else. That I feel when Yonim Shalamatim Aklipa. There's some things which are lower than Sholish Klipas at Meyes Lagamri. Now, let me just throw in one more Maramakam. That the Tzemach Tzedek has a maimah called Achtas Hashem. And when you learn that maimah, he leaves you with the impression that when the Ebishter created the world, he created Kedusha, which is Bittl. He created Klippas Neige, and he created Shalosh Klippas Atmeyas Lagamre, which are different degrees in lack of Bittl. And they're both Klippa, but they're different degrees in Klippa. 
klipe revias, which is madregem and mutas, and so on. But he did not create atheism. Because klipe of uh, Edezara says, the idea that there's no God at all, Hashem didn't create. Man created it. And that Semach Tzedek in the last painting of Achtaz Hashem is asking if the Abishah didn't create such a lowly klipa, how is man able to create something that the Abishah didn't create? And he gives the Marshal from Shaidas, which we're going to have in a different context later on in this mind. That we're able to create klipas which are lower than the klipas than the Abishah created. And that's what the Rebbe is saying here. A person who sins and goes against Hashem's will. He's worse and lower a lot. May I sit to the Akhra of Aklipa than Klipa itself, because Klipa is Yedeya Sivene. And he's not Aver on the Tain the Buddha Shalak Kadish Barhu, he's not gonna do anything Shlaibish Khushamakam Barhu. In other words, he's not gonna be lower than his Teva of Ra. And a Yid is Kamaima Lady Gamara says Yitishkot Machamaskira does a machnas vene mati. As if it's represented the very lowest klipa that the Abish that created still has the idea. It does what it does based on its teva, and a yid who's violating his teva in doing the Aveda. And we befadish mean the teva of the Nefesh Bahamas. That it's a shade me shade you doing. And it doesn't want to do Avedis. When it does an Aveda, it's lower than these klipas. Because klipa is fulfilling the purpose which it was created. Not only when you talk about Klippa as a protection for Kedusha, which is how it was Kedah Machet, that Klippa was Shemeres Lepri, rather than Machasa Lepri. And the Gama Klippa, even Klippa, which is against Kedusha, which is Masis Umafata, that seduces and drags away a person. Lava, let's say, is but of the transcendent Abish's will. That's what the Abish demanded to do. But that it's there just to test us and that we shouldn't listen and we should overcome it and we do the right thing. So, therefore, even this Klippa, whose job it is to make us do an Aved, is fulfilling the king's. Command and our job is not to listen, and our tava is not to listen. And therefore, when a person does listen, when a person sins and goes against Abish's wishes, which means he went against his tava, because the tava of a yid is not to be even in Yarm of Isr. The tava of a goy lahav is not to be even in of Isr. When it comes to the Sheva Mitzvah B'nei Neach, Harehu Lamatam is even lower than this. So now we're dealing with Eirin Seif Lamata Adein Tachos, not just Neilam Hazer, not just in Klippa, but in the Aveda. And the Yidu does an Aveda, and Lahav Lagoy does an Aveda, is Garua Pachas Harbe Yesemimen. But then he finalizes. When you say that what Yidu does an Aveda, he's lower than Klippa itself. He sins and sins spitefully in things that are from Klippa or the Shos. Now, I would humbly change the order around. And of course, who are we to say the Lashon Ara? But first, the Shos is higher than the Umaz. Because Umaz is higher than Isir. The Shos means type is Hetan. It says in Tanya in more than one place, but in other places. Baby had the baby Issa, you have a pedicure test. That being able, indulging in Taiva's head and Bidakus is also Avera Tadi Yisbarach, because Abishta wants us to do everything 
and this person is not doing it. So when Aved and Yon Rishos, it's Heter, it's Mutter. But it's not L'Shem Shamayim, it's also Yed Levisha and Gimel Klippet Meiz Lagamre. So based on what it says in Perik Chavdalad, it's lower than the Klippet itself. And then Lomaz, that means Iser. But lower than doing an Aved and Taivis Heter. And lower than Aveda, doing an Aveda, Taivis Iser, is a yid who's megala upon a matter shleika halacha. Achyesh negam even shalamata mizet something even lower than doing an aveda bein beheter and bein beis, which is shemishtamish bein yoni kedusha youth kedusha itself. Kedela says heiper rotz ne'alyan to the opposite of Abish's will. And in footnote Chassi says tzelim beheichol. And what is that when you are using the tater to paskin shleika halacha? Like the Rebbe mentioned on page tzadik tes that when you're paskining halacha against the tater. You're using Tater to violate itself, and the basis for it is that you're lacking the Nikud of Nitzachin and Mesidus Nefesh and Kabbalah Zil. And he brings Shazehu that this Madreg of an Aveda is Kemoshal Eiches Bereishish Al Melech, grabbing the king's head, Umeridia Lamata, dragging it down, with Utoirid Ponder Batech Besakitze Molaitseya, Vishimasai Batanya, the Rebbe says, Vachul doesn't want to spell it out, they're putting his head into a Besakitze. Now, I must observe, and I wrote it on the margin here. That is a shtikl shverekat, because the Tanya Perich of Dalit, he brings this marshal for any Aveya. The Rebbe Zogazan then seems to be saying that this is a marshal for the worst of Avedas themselves, which is a person who is using Kedusha for Hepech HaGedush, which is the Chayra Ashtikel Estir of its Hadok Beer. And the top of Kafav, the Rebbe concludes, it says in the Maim, Shabakech HaTeda, using Teda, Eim, Edvar Allah, Shabakech HaTeda, he's Allah, against the Teda. This is also included in the idea that Ain't Safe is found the very, very lowest Madregis, even not just in Klippas, in Elam Hazer, but in the other Machet of Eber Aveda. And even if the Chet of Eber Aveda is not just in Ener Rishos, but also in Yoni Iser. And it's not just only in Yoni Iser, but it's in Inyan Magal, Panam Telechelikalach. And then he finishes at Kanho Mavur, Yudim Rakabarishet. This took almost two hours, almost more than an hour and a half for sure, this year. And this is the review of the first 18 Prakabarishet. And then Beirik Beis is a Mamshech with Beirik Yudalot, which we're going to do in Mitzvah Hashem in the next year. Beis Hashem is Baruch Hu Yisrael.